Welcome back to Devori Darkens Live, episode number 126. And in today's show, we're going to be talking about how to raise your vibration according to Neville Goddard. I think this topic deserves a lot of attention because it's been getting a lot of attention, especially on the internet. A lot of people are becoming more aware that your vibration means the way that you feel, and people are becoming more aware of how that impacts their life. You see, if you feel bad, you feel negative, you feel scared, you feel stressed out, you feel disappointed, right? These are all emotions that actually do not help you in the long run, right? The problem is most people are living that way naturally. That's how they naturally feel. So this uh, podcast today is for that individual who really wants to get better at um, emotional intelligence. You want to get better at controlling your emotions. You want to get better at feeling good naturally. See, everybody can feel good for a couple of seconds, but don't you want to feel good naturally? Don't you want to wake up in the morning and just genuinely feel good? Well, that's what we're going to get into today. Now, we always start with purpose uh, because purpose is a way to raise your vibration. Purpose is all about doing what you love to do. You start doing the things you love to do. Your energy is different. So if you're an individual, you don't know what your life purpose is, I created the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. You can download it by going to the link in my bio. And uh, it's absolutely for free. You just follow the prompts there. There's a worksheet involved. And there's even a free video training where I walk you through it. So if you're that person, download the cheat sheet. What about the individual? You already have your goal. You know what you desire. You, you have some idea what you want, but you're still confused. You're doing too much. You don't know where to start. You want to simplify things. Uh, you need a plan to follow. That's why I created the blueprint method. You want to talk about getting crystal clear on exactly what you want. That method will help you accomplish that. See, if you're not clear on what you want, how are you going to make the choices that you need to make? How are you going to know what steps to take? And lastly, I know someone's listening right now and you want accountability. You want somebody to hold your hand and mentor you through this process. I encourage you to schedule a life audit call and we'll see if I'm that person that can help you. Now, how do you raise your vibration according to Neville Goddard? And why does this even matter? And why should you listen? Well, as I stated, the way, the way that you feel, it's everything. You know, if you're not in a good vibration, you can't expect good things are going to happen. You know, it's just like people who are in a negative vibration. If you feel negatively, you know things are not going to go your way. So, of course, of course, the obvious, duh, you want to feel good. Everybody does. But what's the problem? The problem behind all that is a person does not understand they have a subconscious mind. And inside that subconscious mind, they have programming. They've been programmed to assume, to believe, to see things in a certain way. And the way you've been programmed controls the way you feel naturally until you change it. So if, let's say you're an individual where you've been through a lot of trauma, right? Or... Let's say you had a perfect childhood, you joined the military, and then you got blown up in a vehicle. You have PTSD. Well, what happens in both scenarios? 
The trauma is an emotional shock to the subconscious mind and alters the person's belief, perception, and ideas of the world. So they see things differently now, and they behave differently. They feel differently. Well, because this, it, the PTSD, obviously, it's, there's some negative ideas in there because of the emotional impact. Um, this person's walking around not feeling good. It's natural for them to feel bad. It's not natural for them to laugh or feel good. Um, they, they, they basically completed a 180 when it comes to their personality. They're not in the same vibration they were in before their traumatic event. So the problem is, is that uh, first resort is to take medication. Well, that doesn't help either, <laughs> right? Because the medication is not addressing the non-physical part of you, by the way. It's addressing the physical part of you. And um, it, it, it only works, you know, like there's only a small selection of people that can literally say, yeah, this medication actually worked for me. Most people, it doesn't work. And anyways, um, so we, we basically will do everything but address the actual root cause to the problem. The root cause to the problem is that there are negative ideas in your subconscious mind. It doesn't even matter how they got there. Whether it got there through a traumatic experience or through repetition, it's there. And because people are not told this information, they don't know that. They just think, well... This is the way I am and I can't change or uh, that happened to me when I was a kid. So this is why I'm always going to be this way. They don't understand is your subconscious mind is just like a computer. There's a software in there. You didn't write that software. Your parents did that. Your experience have, has done that. Your environment meaning. So, yes, you can change the software. You just got to get the right information. We are not told the right information from school. We're brain. We're basically brainwashed people. That's what it is. Not. It's not like someone in, somewhere somewhere or some guy somewhere in a suit or you know in some hidden room is like, yeah, let's teach people in school, you know, this and let's not teach them that. I don't think anybody's doing that. I just think there's a collective um, ignorance, and that ignorance exists at all levels, from the president down to an individual on the corner. And uh, unfortunately, there are people who run the school system and they um, they're operating from a place of ignorance. So that that that's not a problem. You know, that's not something to worry about because you're getting the information today. You could change your life. You could turn around and change the life of your family. Then you can change the life of the community, your culture, so on and so forth. It always starts with you. You have to be the example. Well, again, the issue about vibration is that um, most people don't understand the way you feel is programmed. You're not actually deciding how to feel. You've already been programmed to feel the way that you do. It's because of your subconscious mind. That's where your emotions are located. So for where there's other people who naturally laugh about everything, everything's fun, everything's joyful, right? When they see something, they laugh, they smile. They are programmed that way. Just like the person who's doing the polar opposite, they're programmed that way. We can change it. You can change it. So it doesn't really matter how it got there into your subconscious mind. 
The way you feel is based on an idea that's in your subconscious mind. That's all it is. That's really all it is. It's just like how you feel about your children is why. Because when you gave birth to your daughter or your son, it was a traumatic experience, right? The idea of love and that experience that you had to go through, a lot of anxiety, right? Didn't know. Um, you'll never forget that. That's why you feel the way that you do, right? It's a traumatic experience. Now, that's a positive one, right? However, most of the time it doesn't happen that way. It's usually negative. So what do we do about it, right? What exactly should we be doing to raise your vibration? According to Neville Goddard, now I'm reading from the book, The Power of Awareness. Okay. And uh, if you guys want this particular version, you can go to the YouTube description and the links are in, in there. Now, I read chapter three probably more than any other chapter in this book because I really believe chapter three sums it all up. See, if you're going to raise your vibration, it's not about faking the feeling, okay? It's not about trying to fake being happy. It's about genuinely feeling that way and doing it enough where it becomes a habit. See, this conversation, it sounds simple on the surface, but as you get into it, you realize most people just simply don't know that they can change the way that they feel. Uh, and they can change the way that they feel naturally. Like you can, you can basically um, change how you feel habitually on a daily basis. So when you wake up in the morning, you can get yourself to a point where you naturally feel grateful. That's the first thought that comes to your mind. Like you can literally program yourself to uh, do it. Well, I'm going to go through, this would be page 16 and 17. And a little bit of 18. I'm going to go through this book today. We're going to skip the uh, segments. We're just going to get into the book here. And the expectation I want uh, in this show today is for you to actually practice what we're getting into. So the knowledge is great. It's inspiring. It's motivating. I get all that. But it doesn't mean anything if you don't act on it, right? So you want to make sure that you act on what we're getting into today. Now, let's first cover... The problem when it comes to raising your vibration, according to Neville Goddard, this is on page 16, and it's the first sentence of the chapter. Man's chief delusion is his conviction that there are other causes other than his own state of consciousness. So the biggest lie a person buys into is that they irrevocably believe that the problems they have in their life is a result of something on the outside. It has nothing to do with their mindset. It has nothing to do with the way that they think. That's the biggest lie people buy into. They don't even know they're buying into a lie. Like, again, unconscious incompetent. A person doesn't know what they don't know. And usually because of the lack of understanding of this material in the school system, people never learn until you make a decision to do that for yourself. Now, a person's chief delusion, the biggest lie that they buy into is that there are other causes than their own state of consciousness. What is consciousness exactly? Consciousness is everything that happens to a person, everything that is done by them, all that comes from them. It all will happen as a result of their state of consciousness. A, a person's consciousness is all that they think, desire, love, believe, and consent to. So... You'll notice if you've been following this podcast for quite some time now, we'll get comments in the video 
uh, where people are basically trying to argue with me or, you know, they disagree with what I'm saying. And I don't get involved in that because their state of consciousness is programmed to see the things the way that they see them. It's not my job to change their state of consciousness. They got to make a decision to do that on their own. Like if I make it very simple, it's not my job to convince you of anything. That's your job. I'm just sharing the information. That's all I'm doing. But I, you know, the way I want to do it is where it empowers you to act on it. Okay. Cause that's only the, the only way you're going to experience it is you have to step out and take action. So I don't spend time trying to convince people and tell them, no, you must do this and you must do that. And listen, this is exactly what the book says. Okay. Plenty of books on this topic, by the way, Neville Goddard is just one of many people who have said the same thing in an entirely different way. So whatever your state of consciousness is right now, you can change it. And how are you going to be able to change it? Well, this is why you're listening to the podcast. So to get your side or to go from the side of ignorance, like, hey, I don't really know how to change the way I feel. I'm not really good at that. It's a struggle. You know, I just can't seem to find any consistency with this. You know, I read the books. It didn't work. To go from that state to the state that you desire, which is what? You want to feel better about your life. You don't want to walk around feeling negative. Nobody does. No one likes feeling negative. Okay? Um, you want to feel happy. You want to feel grateful. You want to feel fulfillment. Right? You want to feel motivated. You want to feel inspired. Right? You want to be energetic about your life. That's what we're talking about when we say raise your vibration. You change the way that you feel, okay? You ride, you you go up, you increase, okay? So if you're going to make that happen, then you got to get some new ideas. This is what uh, Neville Goddard is telling us. Your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas for you think from your ideas. Now, this is why I had to explain the subconscious mind. Inside your subconscious mind is just a multitude of ideas. It's a mass of ideas. That's all it is. You know, it's just like millions of ideas are in the subconscious mind. Everything in this world is an idea. It's a thought that turns into an idea, basically. So a belief is based on an idea. A habit is based on an idea. A perception is based on an idea. A feeling is based on an idea. So you already got ideas in your subconscious mind and they're controlling your behavior. So if you want to feel better, you got to get what? New ideas. That's why he said, your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas. For you think from your ideas. Why is he talking about thoughts? Because thoughts do what? They're, they happen before your emotions. So thoughts precede emotions, meaning your thoughts cause your feelings. You think negatively about what someone said. You think negatively about what the news is saying. You think negatively when you see your bank account. What happens right after? You feel bad. That's it. There is no, you look at something negative, you think negatively, and then you feel good. It doesn't work that way. So this all happens by law, okay? It happens for everyone, everywhere, all the time. Thoughts cause feelings. Feelings cause actions. So if you're going to change your thoughts, if that's the root cause of it all, you got to get some new ideas. You got to feed your mind new ideas. 
And those ideas should be polar opposite to the ideas that you already possess, right? And how do you know the ideas that you have? Look at your behavior. Look at the way that you feel. Observe how you think. That tells you the ideas you've been programmed with. Okay? Now, I am going to skip down on page 17. He says that uh, you must be the thing itself that you desire and not merely talk about it or look at it. If you're going to raise your vibration, you have to be the thing that you keep desiring. You desire a healthy life. You've got to be healthy. You got to become it. And again, you may have a negative idea in your subconscious mind that says becoming healthy is hard. Becoming healthy doesn't work. Becoming healthy is difficult, right? Those may be ideas that are in your subconscious mind. And so when you say, well, I'm going to be healthy this year, the negative idea in your subconscious mind is going to say, no, you're not, because we believe it's too hard to do that. And so if you don't have, if you don't understand how to take control of yourself, that negative idea in your subconscious mind will just take over you. And it will, even if you move into action, you'll just sabotage yourself eventually because you're not addressing that negative idea. You've got to become the idea. Now, this is where we get into how to exactly raise your vibration. How do you become it? Well, number one is you have to use your imagination. That's the first thing. You got to see yourself doing exactly what you say you want to do. The image in your mind that you picture, that is an idea. All you're looking to do is to plant that idea in the subconscious mind. How do you know you've done it correctly? How do you feel? That's how you know. So if you're not feeling great about what you want, it's not in your subconscious mind yet. You got to keep going back to it. Okay. So first thing is imagination. You got to visually picture what you want. Now, for example, for example, we can, uh, we could take some money, right? And you can visualize money, right? You could sit here and say, all right, let me visualize myself counting a thousand dollars out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Right? A thousand. Now, I just physically did that. I can see that with my eyes. I can hear it. I can see it. I can, I can taste it. <laughs> I can smell it. Right? And um, I can hear it. I'm using my five physical senses, right? That's what I'm using. Okay? But that's not what you should be using when you're trying to change the way that you feel. You've got to use your imagination. Hold on. Let me turn that off. There we go. Okay? you got to be using your imagination. Can you do what I just did in your imagination? Can you see yourself counting out $1,000. Can you see yourself doing that in your imagination? You may be sitting in your bedroom. You may be sitting at your desk. But can you actually picture it? 
How about this? Can you picture a $100 bill without actually physically holding it? Right? You picture it in your mind. You use your imagination. Now, listen, guys. Why am I going through this? Well, I'm addressing two major points about this imagination topic. Number one, if you have a hard time doing it, point number one is that that's the that's that's how it happened to all of us. We were told to stop fantasizing as children. Right? Pay attention. You have ADD. You have ADHD. Stop daydreaming. What are you doing? Pay attention, right? And then so you stop using your imagination. And then you adopt the word what? Be realistic. So you stop dreaming. You stop thinking big. Uh, and you just conform to what everybody else is doing. And the second point is you can change that. You, I just asked you, how many of you guys can actually picture yourself counting out $1,000? If you can do that, um, you can imagine yourself in possession of what you want. You've just got to do it. You got to make a decision. You're going to figure it out. You're not going to just, oh, I wasn't successful today, so I'm not going to try anymore. No, keep doing it. Keep practicing. That's the only way you're going to get better. So um, that's the first part about imagination. Now, here's a little tip. If you're going to want to strengthen your imagination, you may, you may need um, what I would call stimulants. You need something to stimulate your imagination. So how do you do that? Well, it's what I was just doing. Right. I get a physical copy of what I need to picture and I look at it. Right. So if, if I'm looking at this and I really, really study every inch of this hundred dollar bill, what am I doing? I'm burning in my mind the image of this hundred dollar bill. That in and of itself is an exercise. To go to the home and walk in the home and touch the walls and sit on the floor and smell it and take it all in as if it's already yours. Or why do you think they have people test drive the vehicles before they purchase them? It's not very often someone goes to a dealership and just buys the car outright. No, they want you to drive it. They want you to put that your hands on that wheel. They want you to open the door and sit in the seat and buckle yourself up. They want you to go through everything as if you already own it. Why? Because it's an emotional experience. Right? That's what it is. So sometimes to stimulate your imagination, you can go out there and um, create some type of emotional experience by physically going to the thing. And in most cases, you have the ability to do this because we can always go look at something before actually purchasing it. So there's that. Um, the second way to do it is to use our good friend. And this friend has been good for many, many years, by the way. His name is Google.com. You can go over to Google.com and actually Google images of what you want, right? And try to help you kind of picture it. Oh, one more tip, by the way, in respect to Google is you can download these images off Google and just Photoshop them. Okay, that's it. Photoshop them. You, you, you can do that. Okay. And the uh, Photoshopping stuff that really does work. Okay, so that, that's the first thing is it takes imagination. Now, number two, uh, and this is something that I really, really, um, I don't think this gets enough attention. I don't think this is uh, something that usually is said when raising your vibration, but I find it to be one of the most effective things. That is laughing. You know, really enjoying your life. 
really finding ways to just not take things too seriously. Just laugh about it. Laughing and loving is, that's, that's the highest emotions there. You know, that, that doesn't mean everything's a joke to you. No, it just means you try to enjoy everything as much as you can. You find the laughter in it. You find the fun in it. Okay. Now, he's not writing about that in particular. I'm saying that because what did he say? You must be the thing itself and not merely talk about it or look at it. You must become it. If you had what you wanted, wouldn't you laugh more? Wouldn't you be laughing more? <laughs> wouldn't you be enjoying your life a little bit more? Right? Wouldn't you be grateful for the little things? You would. Right? Laughter and gratitude. So, you, you basically, you're already living from that place. Okay? Uh, raising your vibration is, is not really hard to do. It just is something that for most people they're unaware of, but once you get, once you start doing it, you realize, yeah, I could have been doing this for years already. I digress. Laughing and gratitude and expressing love by, you know, being in control of yourself. Okay. Um, absolutely makes you feel better about your life. It doesn't mean your results are going to change overnight, by the way, but it does mean that you're laying the foundation to change those results over time. See, some things will change like that, and other things, there'll be a delay. And usually there's a delay because, one, your resistance, and two, because the universe knows what it's doing. God knows what he is doing. He knows when we need to receive what it is that we desire. We think we know it all. We think we can control it. You can't. You got to let it happen. Anyways, so how do you feel better? How do you put yourself in a positive vibration? Why do you do that? Because you know if you're in a positive vibration, your decision making is different. Your productivity is different. The way you see the world is different at that time. And what you attract is different. Especially if you're an individual who's around a lot of people you're going to see the results of this immediately because when you change the way you feel about yourself, the people around you are going to look at you differently. They're going to be like, man, what, what, what's going on? What, what's happened? And you're going to say, yeah, I've been investing into myself. I've, I've been raising my vibration. I feel better about my life. I've been doing gratitude. You know, I've been following what Devori told me to do. Yeah. You, you're going to see this immediately. Um, when you're around other people. All right. So number one was what? You got to use your imagination. Number two, you definitely have to laugh, have more gratitude and really start loving your life. That's, you know what? That's really the second thing. You got to love your life. What you put into life is what you're going to get back. If you're hating your life, life is going to hate you, right? You want to love your life. Now let's move back up to the same page 17 where he says this is the third thing you must make your future dream a present fact you do this by assuming the feeling of your wish fulfilled by desiring to be other than what you are you can create an ideal of the person you want to be and assume that you are already that person and if you assume 
If your assumption is persistent in until it becomes your dominating feel, feeling, the attainment of your goal is inevitable. So listen, third thing is auto-suggestion. Su That's what it's called, auto-suggestion. It's written by Napoleon Hill and Think and Go Rich. Okay, chapter four, auto-suggestion. This is, what are you doing? You are basically persisting in your mind that you already have what you want. Why is that? Because, listen, why do you want to feel good? You want to feel good because you want to enjoy your life. You want better things. You want to make better decisions. So obviously there's a goal in there somewhere that you want. You have a goal to maybe be in the best shape this year. You have a goal to triple your income for your business this year. You have some type of goal. Well, your vibration needs to be on the same frequency as that goal. That's why I'm reading that. And in order to accomplish that is you have to assume you are already there. Like the goal is a present fact in your mind. This is why number one was using your imagination. So what does this exactly look like, right? So how do you, well, I had a client I was speaking to yesterday on a coaching call and uh, she asked me, how often do you affirm to yourself? Like how often do you say affirmations to yourself? And I told her I, I say them almost throughout the entire day. The only time I'm not saying them is when I'm actively engaged in something that I'm doing. Like right now, I'm talking to you, so I'm really focused on this. But when I get off this and I'm just reading emails or I'm about to do something differently or whatever it might be um, that doesn't require a conversation with somebody, I'm just repeating the affirmations to myself. And, it, and as I'm repeating them, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to exercise the feeling. And one way that helps me do that is when I say the affirmations, I will purposely smile. It just ends up making me actually feel what I'm saying. So that's why I said auto suggestion, because what are you what are you doing? You are suggesting an idea. Automatically to yourself. Voluntarily, you're doing this. That's exactly what's happening. Now, some may say, well, Devoria, that sounds a little crazy. Well, it's not really crazy once you understand what, it's, what ends up happening to you and you see how simple it really is and you realize how powerful it is, you, you end up looking back and saying, man, it was crazy that I haven't been doing that. Now, if you're going to repeat affirmations to yourself and you think that will raise your vibration, um, yes and no. You're repeating affirmations because it's a present fact in your life. It's what you would be saying anyway. Okay? So as you say them, you want to practice the feeling that you're already there. You're not saying it because you're not there. You're saying it because this is what you would be repeating in your mind <laughs> if you were already there. It's not, this isn't complicated. If, if you were to go into your future and you, and you brought your future to the present moment right now, how differently would you think? What affirmations would you be saying to yourself? You would be like, thank you, I just earned this money, or thank you, I, this happened to me. You'd be expressing gratitude. You would be saying, I'm so happy this is happening to me. I'm so grateful. Life is amazing. This is what you would be saying. 
So it's not complicated. It's just about intentionally doing this. I'm only giving you guys three things to work on today because you don't need a thousand things. Just keep it simple for yourself. Just commit to doing one of these things, whether it's your imagination, the other one is just really loving your life, laughing and gratitude, or the third one being auto-suggestion. It's up to you. But master one of them at least. Um, one of them is just as powerful as the other. Just master it. And you'll see how raising your vibration is quite simple and becomes easier as you do it. All right. Uh, let's go to questions. Let's go to questions because I know there probably will be quite a few. work backwards this time let's work backwards from the bottom up if that's even possible right i just was thinking about that the power of awareness is the book all right let's see here when you think about it we're all delusional anyway because we either assume the negative without evidence or assume the positive and trust bingo yep uh, my son asked me if I'm rich. I told him no, because I'm not. But should I have said yes, I'm rich? Well, you are rich. You are rich. You just don't have the uh, cash yet. You, uh, you should tell them that you're rich. Absolutely, you're rich. You see, what does rich mean? Depends on what context you're using it in. It's not playing games with words. It's the truth, right? Um, we can be rich in our relationships and our health. Affirming who I am as though I am already that person. Exactly. Persistence is everything. This is why in Think and Go Rich, by the way, chapter uh, eight is on decision and chapter nine is on persistence. See, once you make the decision, you have to persist, right? That's why we sum it up by just saying an irrevocable decision means you're going to persist. Like you're going to, you're going to commit to doing this regardless. Okay. Well, you got to make a decision to think this way in the first place. And then you got to persist in thinking this way. This is why mentorship and studying is so important because when you don't understand the power behind this, just because you hear this, it doesn't mean you understand, by the way. Just because you got this book on your shelf doesn't mean you understand it. So when you're working with someone who understands it, and is continuing to understand it, and you both are having a conversation, it helps you understand it. Well, the understanding is what leads to faith. That's why I'm bringing that up. We, we got to have faith, and usually that isn't going to come from just doing what people are saying to do on social media. Like, no, you got to get into this material. You got to become it. All right, let's see here. Um, 
can limiting beliefs come from teen years if nothing bad happened in our childhood what's the best way to release resistance or find out what our resistance is uh limiting can come from just about anything the goal is not to focus on where they came from exactly the goal is to know what exactly it is that you're going to do about these limiting beliefs what's your plan to overcome and she said perfect um I am taking steps each day and persisting in my new story, doing self-love meditations, affirming who I am as though I am already that person. I mean, that's really what it is. There's nothing much to it. The, the real issue will be, will you have enough strength to overpower your paradigm during this process? Uh, this is the best channel on the whole internet. Great advice. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um... Yeah, she did in the 1920s. Are vision boards good too? And look at it daily? Yeah, they are good. I have one right in front of me. Absolutely. Let's look at it. This is, uh, me and my wife created this. She did the front page. I did the back. And um, it wasn't some crazy vision board, but um, it was just, you know, a basic one. And so she's got uh, on hers, she's got um, beautiful home, eating healthy, um, pregnant, um, married, family first, start our family. Uh, let's see here, eat quality vegan food. We've been eating really healthy lately, uh, which is cool. Uh, let's see here. And then on my side, I put... Um, abundance my wife's pregnant less work more money i've got um um like welcome home baby we already have her name here and um beautiful four bedroom home we just manifested this actually over the weekend beautiful four bedroom home it's right here oh i'm sorry people on tiktok can't even see this anyways um i'm not here to show vision boards but yeah i have one it sits right in front of me See, it, you got to look at it and actually get into the emotions of it. You know, you, it's not just another task. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, you're telling um, or explaining the gratitude process. What are some ways that helped you to wake up grateful in the morning when maybe you were feeling otherwise? Yeah, I, I usually wake up feeling grateful every day. That's a normal state for me. And it's what my wife was saying here. I've been, I've been doing this every day for at least four years straight. Gratitude. You just get to a point where it becomes a part of your personality. It takes some time to get there. I mean, four years. But what's four years in comparison to me living for the next 50 years? I mean, that's I'll take that. You know, so you got to commit yourself to the process. Um, in the beginning, I wasn't waking up very grateful. Now I wake up really grateful. And I go to sleep grateful because it's what I think about as soon as I wake up. And it's what I think about before I go to sleep. I've, I've been very disciplined with that. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, I think that was answered. 
Um, beliefs and traumas can happen at any time in life. Yeah. Do you need to be aware of the core beliefs or can we just persist in new beliefs to change them? The only reason you need to be aware is so you know what's happening when it tries to stop you. Like, for example, if you have a belief that it's hard to earn money. And so when you start your business and you are trying to get customers, that belief is going to express itself in self-talk and in some of your behavior. It's going to get you to try to see evidence on why it's hard. That's why you should be aware of it. So you know what's happening in that moment. You know, oh, this thought is happening because it's my limiting belief. It's not because that's the truth. That's not who I am. That's just a limiting belief talking. So I'm not going to give that attention. I'm going to go back and focus on what I should be focusing on, which is the polar opposite. Well, um, that's the only reason why you should be aware. It doesn't matter where it comes from. But it helps sometimes to figure out where it came from to give yourself more understanding of why it's false. But um, you don't always need to do that. Uh, let's see here. Let me scroll back down. Let's see here. What, what do you got? What do you mean by overcoming your paradigm? Yeah. So the paradigm is in your subconscious mind. That's what controls the way you feel. That's what controls your behavior. That's what controls your perception. I think one of the biggest eye-opening lessons for me that I learned from Bob Proctor is that you can read these self-help books all you want, right? You can get the information. In fact, you can hang out with Warren Buffett for a month and gather all this information, right? The reason why you won't act on the information is because you are already programmed. You operate from a place of habits. The subconscious mind, that's what it is. It's just a bunch of habits, beliefs, and ideas. And that's what controls everything that we do. That's what controls everything that we do. We really have to understand that. We're not doing anything randomly. We're doing it based on our subconscious mind, what's in there. So, yes, you have to override it in the beginning. And what happens by overriding it, it ends up becoming a permanent upgrade, so to speak, to your subconscious mind. Now, there's certain cases where um, you're not really going to always replace or change your, your paradigm. Most of the time, you, you will be in control of it. That's what will have to happen. Why will you be in control of it? Because you desire something that much, you know? That's what it is. All right, coming down to the end. I always thought emotions were for girls, but connecting them to goals works. Yeah, it's definitely not that. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Congratulations. Thank you. He did. He doesn't talk about that wrong platform. What is that? He deserves a bunch more views. Reading the book. Thank you so much. Can you tell me about? Yeah, um, that's not my wheelhouse. So, yeah. How can I know where you're going on live? Uh, yeah, just turn on notifications. Like, I think that's what she was telling you guys to do. Okay, so listen, guys, you know, 
it doesn't matter where you start in this process. If you're going to take anything away from today, number one is you have to feed your mind new ideas. Which is why I don't read books. I study books. I reread the same thing over and over and over again. Why? Because I want that idea in my subconscious mind. That's how you raise your vibration. I want to picture myself in possession of what I want. And then after I'm done picturing it, really feel like it's done already. I don't have to worry about how. I'm not going to think about when. I'm not going to. It's done already. You know, and really practice doing that. Um, and then the other thing is just the repetition side of it. You got to keep repeating it to yourself as if it is a fact already. And you'll suck at it in the beginning. But as you keep working on this, you will get absolutely better at this. And by the way, just accept it, that it's easy to do this. It's not hard. It's not difficult. You, you are the one that basically is creating the rules here. The paradigm is the rules to the game. You're the ones that's you, you're dictating your own rules. So if your rule is it's hard to win, it's hard to succeed, that's a rule you must live by. You can change that. You can. You just got to make a decision to start thinking this way. And to think this way more consistently, you have to feed your mind new ideas. All right, guys. Happy Valentine's Day as well. Love you guys. And um, we'll close things out this way. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devori. Love you and take care.